Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So let's start with my team. Round six, it's a very interesting week of trades. There's obviously a few guys that are getting closer to their peak money-making potential with Cartwright. We've got Hopgood moved to the bench. You know, what are people going to do with him? There's people trying to save for Nico Hines next week. You know, if you didn't have Cleary, you're trying to get him as well as Hines. So there's a lot going on in this one. And, you know, you even look at Cartwright and he has a 23 break-even there. So really, with him starting this at least one more week, you'd say that he still has a bit of money to make and, you know, at worst, isn't going to lose you any. Things can change as well come that last game. It's obviously a long way away now, being Easter Monday. And, you know, you've got Hopgood who could potentially just start. You know, Madison was great off the bench. Still playing the same minutes at 55 to 60, but being a bench guy and, you know, Hopgood getting in and doing all the dirty work. But I could see either way they they do this one. So Hopgood, I still think, is a a clear hold this week. Uh, Not going to have him as vice captain. I haven't changed that yet. I'm still not completely sold on my trades this week yet. Uh, I've left a fair bit in the bank, as you see there, 356. My one trade so far is Lockie Ilias down to Isaiah Katoa. And, you know, very simple in that one. He It's his team now for, for a while. Him and Cody Nikarima, 277K. I've only missed out on the 47, which is ideal. And a couple of solid scores in a row now. We saw the kick meters go up. There's a few run meters there. Tackling is still eh, average. We're not getting much out of him there. But if he happens to increase that, improve that a little bit, you know, drop those missed tackles from five or six down to like a three or four, then there's a couple extra points as well. But if you can average 30 over the next bit, we've got a clear 100K, 150K there. And you know, he, he makes some decent money, which is good. And he's a nice cash down, which allows me to make some moves next week. My other thoughts this week were trading out Cartwright. Understandable, fair enough. I have 356 in the bank. So really... The two thoughts were, shore up my wing fullback position, which has Sueli, Warbrick, and Miller. I got Chester in there as well as my cover, and Tommy Talao as my looper this week and going forward, unless he comes back next week. So what we're looking at in that fullback position is two guys that play tonight, and I am shit scared, to be honest with you, of of these two. Sueli being that more expensive guy, he actually scares me at 5'11", and I think he'll be able to do solidly, but this matchup, I think it's going to be fairly close, and I'm not too excited for the outside backs in this uh, in this game. Warbrick with Husey back, I'm not sure if that actually helps him at all either. You know, we saw what happened with, with Husey there. They sort of helped Eli Katoa, 
and he'd either step back on the inside or he would pass it to Katoa into a line break there. With Munster back, you know, Warbrick scored pretty well in that first game, got the 30-odd, even though he didn't play the full game. So, yeah, I'm a little bit worried on Warbrick. If I was to bring in a fullback, it would be Walshy this week. I'm obviously looking at guys like Teddy in the upcoming weeks as well. Walshy has a small worry for Origin, but you've got Ponga to come back potentially, and the more likely customer to come back is AJ Brimson, who I think they probably should select over Walsh just for you know him having done it previously, Brimson and scored really and, and done really well in or in the Origin Arena, but then just defensively as well that Walsh is not exactly there yet, and yeah, you wouldn't expect him to be being so young in in uh, in that position, but he would definitely do a job. So we're definitely worried about that as well. But I think at five ninety odd for Walshy, he would be a solid one to slide in. And I suppose we need to wait on the news for Chester as well. I think that's the way I might play it there. If Chester comes off that bench, which has a chance because they've got Granville, Chester. So, you know, Granville can cover multiple positions. He's obviously a hooker. He could jump into the halves if he need. And he has played fullback in the NRL uh, only, only a couple of years ago. So he can cover all those positions. And that's why he's in there. And they play him as a bit of a middle forward anyway. But then they've got Riley, Pla- Riley Price there. And that bench is definitely a scary one. So... If Chester does get pushed off that bench there, then I could potentially move him to a Walshy or something like that and could play him. But the issue here is having Warbrick and Swalee playing in that first game. So the other question is now, do I loop one of these guys? Probably not ideal because I only have Chester. So really, I might just be looping Eli Katoa. Uh, sorry, Isaiah Katoa in that one. Uh, and potentially going for him or Bryce Cartwright, who I'll change out of my side as well. I haven't fixed up the, the squad to look good for the first game there, but I just wanted to go through my trades in this one and get this out as soon as possible. So that's probably the play I'll do. Hopefully Isaiah Katoa can, can do pretty well, a 40-odd or so, and, and then we can loop him in. But I, I expect Cartwright to do pretty well this week. They are playing the Tigs, and Hopgood, Cartwright, can still play pretty well in big minutes. You'd imagine, you know, with, with Wedamu Greg there that, Hopgood's going to play big minutes in that middle rotation. Madison, that's 60. Campbell Gillard, probably some big minutes as well. With Junior out this week, I think Hopgood's going to play big minutes. It's not going to be an issue. Uh, Cardi, still probably 80 on that edge, and uh, they'll they'll move through those middle forwards there uh, with the other positions. So that's my general thoughts uh, on the squad at the moment. Just looking to improve the wing fullback position. Other guys are Braley, who are potential options. You know, if we don't want to go for Hines, then obviously guys like Sammy Walker could be the play. I do have Isaiah Katoa as cover in the halves. So, you know, getting cover with Braley or something like that with Robson is cool. But we know what happens in uh, in round 13. That's the worry there, but that's still a while away. So, yes, we want to try and really bump up the ranks this week. If we do only do the one trade, you know, playing Cartwright is going to be fine. My only worries is Warbrick and Swirly situation. So, if we can get out of tonight pretty well, with you know, Trent Lioro, Eli Katoa also doing well. They'll both be my starting side guys, just to uh, sort you out for um, you know, setting up your team well. If we can get out of this game with all four of those guys, let's say averaging 40, if they can all get a 40, I'll be happy with that. Uh, and if they don't, then it obviously stuffs up the start of the week, but the rest of the squad is looking fine there for sure. So that's my team at the moment. There's a few things to think about and you really should be looking towards the next bunch of weeks. So guys that I have on buy, in the next few weeks is Tommy Talau in round seven. So we get to use him as a looper next week anyway, which is cool. Chester, I'm not sure what's going to happen with him over the next few. So he's potentially a trade out as well. And the 
the way I'm going to try and get Heinz guys is is potentially if Hopgood, you know, with Junior Farlow coming back, if, if Hopgood's not playing big minutes this week, he's probably not going to play them next week either. So he could be the trade out for Nico Heinz. I could straight swap him to Nico, which is pretty cool. Uh, if I wanted to go someone else. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a little bit cheaper. I could do a downgrade of Chester. Once he makes a little bit more money, you know, we've got him that's going to make a little bit more with his negative break-even. Cartwright with his low one. Hopgood still in a fine position, guys. He, you know, his price... Pretty well where, where his uh, break even's at, and you know, can he score that this week off the bench potentially? Yeah, but you know, he's one of those guys. He's most, most likely not going to play Origin. He's going to be a good guy over that Origin period to have in your side. So, I think it's a bit of a stretch to try and push him out of your team this week. Just like people, you know, trying to move out Carrigan and these types of guys at that same price. So I just think it's a bit of a stretch to trade out a potential keeper, definite keeper in Carrigan, potential with Hopgood there uh, for someone else and. You know, guys like Eli Katoa, if he happens to fail again this week, then he could be a guy we look to move on at a nice price. So he's made plenty of cash. He's done a good job. They're the kind of things we need to think about. And yeah, as I said, like, do you, is it important to you to get, you know, to pay that over a million bucks for Heinze there? And you know, is, is that, is that going to be worth it in your side? That's a big question mark. Next week, I think guys like Cam McInnes could be a sneaky one, depending on how many minutes he gets this week. If he gets back to that 50 mark, then McInnes is going to be great. He's going to be down in that 540 mark and you know, it could be 150K undervalued if he gets back to scoring, you know, hitting 55 minutes or so and scoring about that 50 mark. He could be a sneaky one over this next period as well, heading into you know, all the way and through, through to round 13 and we can you know, work him out from there. He might just be a hold through that whole period if, if, uh, you know, if we've got Rudolph out for that time. And we can uh, make decisions on that there. Ben Merrick and Silla started to make a little bit of money. So you're looking at this squad now and you go, oh, that's not really that nice. You know, you, the, your bench guys, that you've got a fair few cheapies now. But, you know, I could upgrade Chester to anyone at 700K. So just have that in your mind there. That this is just a temporary thing, having all these cheapies on the bench. But this is how we're going to do it, guys. Continue to recycle these mid-range guys that have done well, made us some cash. And we bring in that cheapie who's going to make us 100 or 150K or so and just keep going from there. So building that team value really high. I'm sitting in a nice position, close to 12 million at the moment. And you can see here that if I use that 350K, I could get a clear gun from you know, a, a car ride. I can go right to a top gun. Uh, I could go for you know, another mid-range 600K type of guy from Chester who'll be able to score us a 50 or so anyway. So yeah, the reason, you know, the only thing I would have done, yeah, is, is improve that swing fullback position. I feel like it's, you know, 
otherwise you, you kind of i've got enough good players that can you know it's probably going to be a marginal improvement like if i brought in a braley i think cartwright can score a 45 anyway so braley about that 50 mark and it's just really what walsh is going to do compared to a warbrick you know there could be a 50 compared to a 20 which is 30 points obviously and, and that could be not ideal for our squad we're definitely going to captain cleary again guys other good options i still think Payne Haas is is a great guy to captain if you want to, you can go Sean Johnson. That would be cheeky as well. Uh, and then obviously Harry Grant, Robson, these types of guys are pretty solid. You know, Rob, uh, Granty there, a little bit safer. He's going to be an interesting one in this Thursday night matchup uh, against the Roosters. So that is my team at the moment. Let me know your general thoughts. I think making the one trade, that means I've saved two for the year. And just remember, guys, we do get three trades next week. So Potentially, if you're looking to, to get Hines, you can do a couple of trades there. And you know, if there's some cheaper guys that pop up over the next few weeks, then that would be ideal as well. But you know, I think with that ability to make three trades from here on in, and then four going into the origin period, probably important to save a trade this week and not push it when I don't need to. That's the big thing you should look at in your side. Yes, the last bunch of weeks I've been really pushing hard. Last week only one trade, but the few weeks before I've been max trading. And that's got me into a much better position. And I'm very grateful for that. But sometimes you do have to hold off on, on pulling the trigger just to get that extra 15 or 20 points in one week and hope that next week is going to be a little bit easier. Because here you go at 356k in the bank, I could then do a straight swap or close to uh, Heinz if I want. And if things happen in between that and I've got to do other changes, then I could use that cash elsewhere. This week should be okay. I might not, you know, I could, if, as I said, if they could all get 40 or 45 or something tonight, then I'm in a really good position to absolutely dominate again this week. But if they don't, then I'm probably going to be a middle-of-the-road type of team and probably hold rank. So every chance that we can get into the top 1,000 with Heinz not playing, but uh, that's it with that one there. So let's go to the people squad and just a one trade made for the people's team here. We had 0K in the bank and we decided to move on from Harley Smith Shields and bring in Cody Nikarima. So this team, unfortunately, we have no loopers this week and just marginally here, we might see if it does change uh, before the end of the day. But Warbrick, I think, was one vote ahead of playing him rather than playing Tamari Martin. Again, I'll see if that changed. I personally would go for Tamari in this one, just with them having a slightly easier matchup against the Knights. But I do completely understand the switch there. So we'll wait for that one and make our decisions. The other question was then like Tanner Boyd over Isaiah Katoa or Nikarima. And Scoop said that in the just to me, just privately, just before, that if we have a 500k guy in our team and we're not going to play him, we probably shouldn't have him. And you know, that's what happened with my team with Ilias. He, he was, it was time for him to go uh, and recycle him as a cash cow and scorer. So that's that. But the squad here, we're hoping for a big bounce back from Paddy Carrigan. He deserves it. We deserve it. And I think we're going to get a good one out of him. Tanner Boyd, you know, not ideal that we're going to get him and Sexton playing together, but Tanner, they come up against the Dragons. Should be a fairly close game. And I think he can do a pretty solid job for your sides in this one. And we look at the guys on our bench now. And everyone there is going to be making money, which is great news for us. You know, you've got Warbrick in our starting side at that cheaper price as it is. And everyone else, basically, except for Carrigan and then potentially Hopgood there, not going to be making too much cash going forward. But the rest of the guys are doing a great job, making us some good moolah. And then everyone on our interchange and emergencies is going to. So we're sitting at, I think it's about a 11.6 and a half team value. So 
we really need to start building on that. And you know, thankfully our rank's improving, but the team value would go up as well. So you'd imagine this week that this team here makes it a little bit more than mine does. And that is completely fine considering I've been kind of sort of doing really well in that department the last few weeks. So people squad in a much better position going forward. And we'll check our league uh, who are up against in our league this week and see if we can make a good charge in the community cup as well. So we come up against the fantasy lounge community. Yeah, beautiful. So they're the, they're the team coming first and they have a really nice side on their hands. So It'll be interesting to see if uh, if they actually watch uh, these videos and, and try and match up their team uh, against that. But yeah, it's going to be a very fun one this week. We do have the, uh, you know, the, what have we got? The 10 teams there in the Community Cup coming third at the moment. This one's going to determine who's going to be in that top couple uh, over the next few weeks. So very excited to see that. I hope you guys have a terrific week and good luck with your trades this week. It's going to be an interesting one. As I said, if I decide to make that extra one or if we just $6 with the, the one trade there, and look and set our sights to next week, potentially using the two or the three in that one to get Heinz or to really build this squad and get us in the top 500 over the next few weeks. Good luck all. See you later.